coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gapkiewicz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. Good day, Dave. Good day, Mr. Watkins. How are you? Doing well, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, there's something I really dig about this town in Golden. That we're living in. Well, we're working in now. Well, it kind of feels like we live in some days because yeah. we, we're so excited about what we do. But, uh, you know, the food here is awesome. I, I didn't, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying food here as much as I am in Denver. Yeah, who, who would have who thought that uh, Golden, Colorado, which is, you know, the, the gateway to the Wild West or whatever they call themselves. Uh, I mean, you know, there's a real Western vibe in this town. Oh, yeah. But the food is... Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, something like that. But the food is uh, is anything but 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 Western. It's it's very eclectic and yeah. What and did diverse. we what did we have the other day? The uh, oh, it was a, like a Creole food, wasn't it? Man, we had we had catfish bites, and you had I had che- cheese curds because that's curds. what fat guys like. And uh, and then we had that's what this fat guy likes. We had chicken and andouille sausage gumbo. Man, was that special. That, that, that was amazing with some kind of corn fritters instead of uh, cornbread. Oh, man, it was unbelievable. So, and then, and then today. You tried to go back there today, and I was like, no, 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 we need to try something different. Yeah, today we, uh, we chanced upon a little Colombian sandwich shop. It, I thought we were walking into a closet. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it was like six feet wide and like a long hallway. And they made a Colombian restaurant out of it, and it was fantastic. Yeah. How'd you like that? Yeah, I mean, I it was a type of bread, kind of a pocket bread, but it was made out of corn as opposed to a pita. And man, it was yeah, good. Yeah, man, that, that was amazing. So, uh, so we we eat most of the time here, and that's that's what we do here at EJ. Yeah, there's eat a s- sushi uh, restaurant up the street. We gotta try that later. Yeah, it's good stuff. Sushi in the West, they fly it in fresh. Yeah, no, they had to get it right out of Clear Creek there, I think. There you yeah. do. It's mostly it's trout. Yeah. Trout sushi. Well, what are we talking about today? You know, Mike, I think we're talking about planning because uh, the more people I talk to uh, this time of year, they're getting ready to do their planning for next year. Well, two things. First of all, it is the we're approaching the fourth quarter, so that's the time for planning. We're and in the peop- it. And the people we talk to are... People from large corporations, because this is the time of year for yep. large corporations to do their planning. And their budget, yep. Yep, but none of our small to medium-sized businesses have planning on their radar, and we're trying to force the issue. Yeah, it's it's so important. I mean, how do you hit a bullseye on a dartboard if you can't see the board? If there's no board on the wall, you can't hit a bullseye. No, not at all. It's all, you're, it's all happenstance. Yeah, and... You know, to make our audience feel a little better, we're not talking about a five-year plan because a five-year plan is, uh, that's that's a fairy tale. Yeah, I leave mean, that to private equity firms. Totally. We have no idea what's going to happen five years from now. The planning horizon really is 18 to 24 months. And the smaller the company you are, the the more violent the changes can be. You know, sure. it, all, it all it takes is one customer and your entire company changes. Absolutely. So it's, uh, and the bigger the company is, you know, the one customer changes, it doesn't create a huge tidal wave of events. So the closer you are to, you know, small a small business, the more important planning is. Yeah, and your planning has to be fairly tactical. So you're going to, you still have a mission, vision, values thing. Um, 
and and really that should be your true north but in terms of uh developing a plan that you're going to execute in the next calendar mm-hmm. year that's very tactical yep i couldn't agree more so the title what's the title of today business planning i think just business planning just business planning and and the the argument for, I guess, business I like planning. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is a, you have no idea what it is, what a blessing it is to be a business partner with the genius like Mike Watkins. Dave says that to all the girls, I think. Um, yeah, talking you up, man. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is to take the focus off of me, we're good. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, uh w- Speaking of chancing upon, you know, Dave and I, uh, we work through this stuff every day. It's it's just such a blessing reading The Economist magazine, reading uh, Harvard Business Review, reading Forbes, and just, you know, what are people saying today, and, and how does that impact our existing client base? And um, one of the one of the takeaways here recently was from a from a business planning standpoint is uh, you have to have a business plan because it serves as an early warning system for you. Like, if you don't know where you're headed, you don't know that you're you're headed for trouble, right? I mean, um, but if you have a business plan, that, that gives you the boundaries. It gives you the fences uh, around y- your business and, and where you're headed. And uh, it kind of provides that buffer. Right, Dave? Yeah, it's uh, it's basically... At a 30,000-foot view, you're setting up a scoreboard for next year. You know, you you identify your highs, you identify your lows, you try to plan at a mean and to know, hey, this is my plan, and this is this is a good, a good solid, it'll push me, it'll push me, but it's not going to run me at 12,000 RPMs, and this is my plan for next year. And uh, if you don't know what your high, what your low is, if you don't know what that score is in a plan, then you really don't know where you're at. But if you're looking at it, month over month over month now you know where you land in that plan and it's not impossible people reset plans all the time if you outperform your plan hey man i'm i'm gonna do four million dollars in business next year and you wind up doing six or eight because that one customer pops then in you know in the first quarter and the second quarter you make an adjustment and you modify your plan and move forward but at least you have a scoreboard that you're referring to regularly absolutely otherwise It'll be June, July, August, and you go, wow, man, I, I saw this happening in March, but I didn't do anything about it. You're not going to get those six months back. And I'll so tell you what, one of the, one of the reasons uh, in 2019 I suggested that we go to a coaching model for our business was I've seen other people that try to do a little bit of what we do, and they help people throw together a massive plan. And nine, maybe maybe 90 out of 100 or 95 out of 100 of those plans, they drop them on the shelf in November, December if they're done. They don't even look at them until they're doing their plan next year and say, sure. oh, what do we plan? Oh, what do we wind up? They don't even look at the score throughout month over month. And so it's really, I mean, we can talk about that later, but business planning is so critical to success. Yeah, I mean, that, that is the travesty. But our approach to business planning is is a little different. It is. We certainly, just a quick commercial, we're going to have our annual business planning um, retreat here here in Golden, Colorado. Oh, man, it's going to be great. Um, uh, at the end of November, November 
17th and 18th. 17th and 18th. We're going to have uh, Paul, Paul Van Meter and Kelsey Highcoop, uh, the founders of Pro Shop, are going to swing down and and hang out with us for a couple of days. They want to see what it's all about. You got uh, one of the founders of Factor going to swing down and they want to see what it's all about. Yeah, Gabe. Yep, Gabe, Gabe Draper. And then we're going to have Carrie from, uh, from NTMA swing in, talk about community and how community and business is so important. It's And, and then we're going to have... Obviously, we're going to have an open house at the end, but we're, it's going to be a time of training, you know, really a lot of good, meaty education where you can ask questions. Then we're going to take that, we're going to take a break, and then uh, after the training, we're actually going to have a highly interactive part where you're actually able to build your plan, right? Mike? Sure, and sure, so every, sure. every stage of this, we're going to actually have you build the plan right there. And then, of course, we'll have a happy hour. Where, since we're right across the street from the Coors Brewery, we're going to do a really cool Coors tour. And then Friday when you leave, uh, we're going to have a really cool EGS open house. So we're going to open up our office for people to come in and see all the coaches and CFOs and, and just hang out with the group for a few hours and have a lot of fun. A couple, uh, couple drinks and maybe some hors d'oeuvres. It'll be a blast. But, uh, and then Friday you leave with your business plan for 2023. So business planning can be fun. It doesn't have to be that exercise where you pull your lip over your forehead and then never look at it again until the end of the next year. So come and join us. It's, it's just going to be fun-filled, um, huge educational event, and you walk out with your 2023 plan. Yep. And, um, and when we do planning, we take those five business functions, and every company has five business functions. Not all companies have them firing on all, fi- all cylinders, but they have That's right. sales, marketing, finance, operations, and management. I mean, those are the five functions of a business, and they're so interrelated that uh, business planning has to take into account the impact that one has on the other. For example, if you want to double your revenue, you know, from a finance standpoint, you know, our financial forecast is doubling the revenue. Okay, well, we better see a sales and marketing plan it speaks to how you plan on doubling that revenue. How you're going to get all the customers in the hopper, then now you're going to get those turned into purchase orders and plan that out on a month-over-month basis to understand how that's going to flow into your financials. Sure, and then what is your current capacity? Can you even, do you have the capacity to double revenue? Yeah, so many people chase revenue, they don't think of their current capacity right, to actually right. do it. Yeah, yeah, so. People don't grow on trees anymore, do they, Mike? They do not grow on trees, and that's why the management plan is so important. I mean, how are you going to go about uh, retaining your workforce and keeping them engaged and getting your managers trained up to be the best that they can be? And it's it's... All these plans are so interrelated, and 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 we kind of work through that right in the two days. And and and, uh, and one thing, and this is going into more of the podcast than the commercial. But the cool thing is, is you know you can fish for somebody and give them fish all day long, but teaching someone how to fish and build their own and and learn how to do that yourself and how to how to take that and learn how to double the value of your business is it's invaluable. Yeah. And you know, uh, you know, the, the plan perhaps isn't worth much. I mean, it's just paper, right? It's just paper. It's, it's the planning that's really important. It's the questions that you ask and the research that you do, um, to get yourself set up for the next calendar year. So you're confident about charging into 2023. I mean, it's, it's the planning process that's really important. It's that activity which creates learning, and it creates good habits, and it creates goals, and it creates objectives to where you 
it creates all the focus for next year. Sure. And, and it sure. changes your language and how you speak and what's important. It keeps the important thing important, right? No doubt about so it. So you're not distracted and focusing on things that are on the plan. So that planning, that grind to make sure everything comes together well is where is where the sausage is made. That's where the sausage is made, and then where the money is made is the execution of that that's plan. That's right. That's right. If you When you take that plan you execute on it, that's where you make money. Yeah. And so it requires someone, a disinterested third party. Now, of course, we're coaches, so we're going to say the coaches. But mm-hmm. you, you need a disinterested third party that's holding your feet to the fire on a monthly basis so that it really does operate as a warning system or early warning system. And um, they can give you advice and counsel on how do you make changes. How do you, how do you, if the ship is uh, a little bit off target, how do you get it back on target? The truth of the matter is, is manufacturing, especially, can be a whirlwind, and a whirlwind that goes so fast it turns into a black hole, and it sucks an infinite amount of time out of you. In fact, you could work twenty-four hours a day, and it wouldn't be enough. And what happens to so many small to medium-sized business owners? They get stuck in that. And they never pull themselves out on out of that to look at the score and look at how they're doing and, and to plan. And the, the only way to get out of that is to plan your way out of it. Sure. People don't write a business plan to say, you know what? I'm going to write up this plan and only lose 500000 next year. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's yeah. Just, just not a thing, right? That's just not a thing. And so when you do that, it forces you to work on the business instead of being work, instead of working in the business. And the great thing about having a coach or this is just third party, I, I stepped on myself there, but... The best thing about having a coach is they force you to pop out of that for a couple hours every month, and you talk about it, and you measure yourself, and you look back, and then you go back in the grind, and you get it there, and then you come back out and say, okay, let's let's review, and you have these short 30-day periods, 15 to 30-day periods you look at to where you're getting real-time information, and you understand your course is set for north, and you know if you're going northeast, and you go back to north. Sure. So if you don't look at that every month, next thing you know is you're going south, and you don't even know. You don't know until you look up and you go, "That's not supposed to be here." Yeah, it drove me. It drove me nuts. Uh, early on in my career, I'd do a business plan. I'd look at it the next year, and then I'd spend hours. I mean, days building my next year's plan by gathering all the information between the last year's plan and the day I'm doing sure, this sure. To, to project again, just because I wasn't keeping myself honest on a month-over-month basis. And when you do that, and I, and I, uh, I'm guilty of that too. In several businesses that I've run, when you open up that plan from the previous year, it's full of gems. Oh man, You're yeah, like, it's well, stuff that man, do I wish I would have done that? I wish I had done that. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's business planning, and then it's the execution of the business plan, and that's what it's all about. Um, there you go. And uh, yeah, our and our our coaches or coaches of any sort. They make sure that that execution happens. We make sure it happens with our clients because we, as having a mission of impacting lives or improving business performance, you can't do that unless you walk alongside these owners and make sure they're walking in the right direction, keeping their compass pointed in one direction, making sure that they're hitting the scores that they expect to hit, and then taking all the knowledge you have and investing into them, saying, okay, this is a good course correction to get you back on the good score. And... and and leaning into that. And we do that because we care so deeply. And, and and anybody who's a disinterested third party or a coach should really care deeply about people. And when you do that, you execute on a plan. And you know what happens? The bottom line gets met because you're watching what's happening. Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike.
at EBITDA Growth Systems do what we do to impact lives through improving business performance. To get access to our content or engage us in any way, you can reach our contact page or any of our information on our website at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com.